0: to the Kickstart Your Coaching Edge podcast, where it's all about getting real around all things coaching.
1: And what we know for sure is that what got you here won't get you there. You
0: can't see the spinach in your own teeth.
1: And finally, hang on, because this one's really deep. Once you realize that you are the traffic, everything makes complete and unadulterated sense.
0: So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about social responsibility And how to develop it. So whether or not it's you, your client, somebody on your team, if it's your children, we have some tips, some techniques about how to use the power of observation, the power of great questions, and then taking some action to really develop great social responsibility, which is part of the emotional intelligence component
1: in this world. And, and with this subscale, just like the other subscales that we've been talking about, and just like the subscales that we will continue to talk about, if this is something that you want to improve on, you can, right? So your social responsibility is not stuck. So let's say you have taken the emotional um, intelligence assessment, and you're like, oh man, my social responsibility is kind of low, it doesn't need to stay there. You can develop it through awareness and through what we're going to talk about today with some observations and some possibilities of what you can do to actually kick that score up a little bit.
0: One of the first things to do is to really sit there and observe your thoughts and ideas around social responsibility. So even by starting with the question of who do you know who is has high social responsibility, somebody who is really helpful and they're more interested in other people than
1: themselves. You know, it's funny, Jen. Um, well, Jen and I just finished watching The Crown, right? And there's a story in the book, uh, in a book, The uh, the EQ Edge, that is really, a, we use this book when we teach emotional intelligence, but there's a story in that book about Diana, you know, the princess of Wales and about really how much she continued to fascinate the world, even about, you know, after, after she died. So, so many people felt like this personal loss when she passed. And, and it was, it was really like, how did she transcend like, that connection pieces like she connected with so many different people on so many different levels. They even called it like a, I think they called it like a lady die phenomenon or something like that. And, and nobody, and it, cause it wasn't about her Royal status. It was about her and about how people connected with her and how they cared so deeply for her. And it was about how she showed up and just connected with people. Didn't matter who they were, How wealthy they were, how poor they were, how sick they were, how healthy, it doesn't matter. It was just about that connection piece that she had with them and and that social responsibility kind of aspect that went with her. But it's a a pretty cool little story, just a real short little clip in that book.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because um, what it also says in the book is obviously part of the royal family, I guess, is to be of service. And so that's part of her, one of her duties. Another duty for the Royals is they have to have two kids, but we'll talk about that later. But the social responsibility duty is about being of service. And so one is to be of service and one is to embody service. And I think that's really where uh, Diana really shone brightly and why she had such an amazing love and admiration so when you ask yourself who do you know that is highly social responsible how are they helpful and what are their actions what are they doing how do you know they care about others how do you know they have high eq when it comes to social responsibility what are what are their behaviors how do they show up in the world how are they walking their talk how do they actually help other people And then also looking at what sorts of things do people depend on them for, right? So when people go to who you're thinking as your own role model, what are people looking for? How do they show that they care and respect other people? So those are observations. Looking at somebody that you go, wow, they are rocking it in social responsibility. How do you know it? What do you see? And being able to start to tease apart some
1: of those characteristics. It also makes me think of the question, like, how do you become a part of that, like, the group of people, right? If they're doing all these kind of cool things that it is that you want to do, it's like, oh, wait, I want to do that, too. And then again, that just expands the whole social responsibility thing even more. You know, and then...
0: Part of it is being able to ask yourself or ask others a whole bunch of questions to be able to look for other opportunities to increase social responsibility. And um, one of the great ones are what opportunities exist in my day to do something for others that I ignore. And it could be something small, taking in a neighbor's garbage bin, right? Volunteering on a Saturday, uh, being able to, um, oh, I think of the census. How many census people came to our house this oh year? Gosh, right? sure it's it's been four different times. people. But that's an example of people taking social responsibility for it. So, what are those opportunities that you might be ignoring? And what are small things that people do for me that make a difference in my life that I could do for
1: other people? And then I think, Jim, what it is, right? Then it's just, you know, what what can we do, right? So what is it that we really want to do here? You know, how do you want to volunteer, right? How can you perhaps be a mentor to somebody or like a big brother or a big sister to somebody, you know, instead of just, you know, if you have the kind of, you know, set works kind of schedule, what do you do after that? Right. Do you coach? Do you, you know, be a part of your town council or something along those lines? You know, and and it's funny, we had talked about, you know, Jen with Orange Theory and unwritten kind of rules that happened. How can you become really more curious about some of the things that are changing in, in the world, like how, how how social responsibility is actually changing. How do you understand some of that? And, you know, just really being able to say, hey, listen, there's things that are happening that are bigger than me. And how much more do I really want to learn?
0: Yeah, I think those are really some great actions. You know, I want to add just a couple, it's about also how do you build an atmosphere, whether it's at work, or within the community that really inspires cooperation and responsibility? How do you encourage and support others to say, how can we make a difference? What is our energy that we want to put out into the world? Or as a family, what do we want our theme to be when we're in service of other people? So those are just some ways to build the social responsibility about what's important for you. I will say, Karen, as, as we are... Here in June of 20, I'm sorry, of July of 2021, after the year of the pandemic, a lot of people are craving connection outside of their homes. And this is a really great place to say, how can I have meaningful impact in the world that's not just about me, but makes it a better place for me and for other people as well?
1: that's all I got wrap it up then Jen all right bye bye hey everybody thanks for listening to the kickstart your coaching edge podcast craving more in-depth discussions check out the get real inner circle with our no bs in crowd of coaches
0: join live coaching discussions breakdowns of coaching calls and have some fun while
1: you're at it You're going to want to go to kickstartyouredge.com backslash inner circle. It's time to get real.